it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. You gotta be on acid to understand what's going on on this show. The Ryan Kelly Morning After. KPNT FM HD2. Collinsville, St. Louis. Let's do it. Josh. Joshua? That's correct. Thanks. This is outstanding. I don't think so I've ever good. heard Love Circus. You know, some of the songs he did were actually pretty good. Boy, boy. So I wonder why some songs make it big and some songs just kind of die on the vine. Marketing. I, I felt like his album, which was titled Love Circus or Circus of Love, <laughs> uh, was like thriller. Was there a bad song? On it, sure, there were more popular songs. You know, you have Billie Jean, you have Beat It, and, uh, and of course, Thriller. But I enjoyed PYT. Uh, I enjoyed Human Nature. Was Say, Say, Say with Paul McCartney on that album, Doug? I don't know. Say, 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 Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson. Thriller is the best-selling album of all time. Is it? Mm-hmm. And I feel like Love Circus or Circus of Love it didn't get up should be. No. But he had some individual songs that were okay. That sounds like something you'd hear on the radio. I just don't know that it got any traction. It did on 1380 AM. Uh, yeah, which is all that matters. big for us for a while. Uh, yes, right. that, that song with Paul McCartney is on Thriller. Yeah. See what I'm saying about that album? Yeah. Well, big appliance discounter is 8 o'clock hour, because if you're watching on YouTube, somebody's got a big banana. They fin a deep throat. Mm. Mm. That does look good. Look at that. I'm guessing your in-laws aren't sitting right there next to you anymore. I went into our house uh, for the commercial break to see my boys again, and uh, because they were up early in the morning with me before anybody else was up, and, uh, and Anna Marie said, I turned off the show. No, yeah. and that was good on her. And that was that. I, 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 I think, I think, I think it was the segment where Jackson drew the United States that turned her off. Why? 
That's a great segment. That, that was great. That was a great moment. <laughs> I, and then history. you have, and then you have the uh, private tracing contest going on between Mr. Licks and Orson Woods Wacko, uh, and who has money. And I guess they're going to be fighting at the front of <laughs> Starbucks with their balance sheets. Mm-hmm. So we've got that going on as well. Just so much, so much wonderful content on the program mm-hmm. today. It's a program that solicits your involvement. Six three six nine zero zero four T May. If you're going to call in, if you could text in to let us know you're calling in, because then the plowboy needs to stare at the phone lines because uh, nobody's in the Horton Watkins studio with uh, Jackson filling in for the vacation in Ken Iggy Strode. That's right, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's tough right now to answer the phones. I guess I could we could like install a line literally right next to me, but then I'd be answering the calls on the air, which I've done before. Yeah, why not? Uh, Although the phone well, lines- my, so my sources tell me that many of the calls are from one person. Uh, oh. Yeah. So my yeah. sources tell me. Very accurate. Um Probably so. Yeah, it's okay. 100%. But, uh, you know, I still like to get, you know, caller Buzz, caller Drew, Stephen Wildwood, Mr. Lee. Wonderful bank of callers. Yeah, mm-hmm. we do. We have a real nice stable of callers. I don't and, know that uh, I like do. to get to them. So we if you're going to call in, just shoot a text saying, hey, I'm going to call in, and me or Plowhawk will keep an eye on the phone line. Who should they text? The show. Do they know uh, they 314-889-TMA5. Uh, 881-TMA5, I'm sorry. Right there. I just... I just performed a circumcision on this banana. <laughs> Mazel tov. That looks, nice. uh, looks solid. Looks like a... Yeah, there's nothing like a perfect banana. Like, no brown in it. Just, like, pure yellowish-white. That's money. That's good on a nice sandwich, too. Pure yellowish, yellowish-white. <laughs> right, without, like the, without like, the, like, the bruise marks on it, you know? The, like, the mushy bruise parts, which yeah. technically means it's ripe, but mm-hmm. uh, never that, like... I honestly take it a little green over a little brown. That's me, though. Supposedly healthier, I guess, maybe. Is that right? Is that is that true? I've read something that green bananas are, are healthy for you. But uh, somebody will check on that. Eat. Either way, whatever you do, make sure uh, your kitchen is full of uh, the proper color of bananas and appliance discounter appliances. If you're in the market for an appliance, look no further than appliance discounters, and they're 80,000 square foot warehouse full of GE appliances and other major brands ready for delivery. Shop online. And at theappliancediscounters.com, where pricing has been adjusted to beat the competition. It's the Appliance Discounters. Doug is a shopper there. So am I. And that is with the great John and Denise Bradley of the Appliance Discounters. Five St. Louis area locations to serve you online at theappliancediscounters.com. And if you are looking to look sharp this golf season, Holderness and Bourne. Oh, my goodness, the golf apparel they have for you at Holderness and Bourne. Started by Alex Holderness and John Bourne back in 2015 after they were frustrated with the lack of great-fitting golf shirt options and wanted to come in and change that. Uh, And so they now have a deal for our TMA listeners. What you do is go to hbgolf.com and use code TMA. One five for fifteen percent off your next order. That's at hbgolf.com and use promo code TMA15. It'll get you fifteen percent off your next order. Uh, it's Holderness and Born, new sponsor here on the Ryan Kelly Morning After. Premium interfacing, hidden collar stays, and an English cut that is modern but not too aggressive. 
Uh, and you are going to look incredibly sharp when you go to hbgolf.com. You will see it for yourself. You see it on PGA Tour players. Chris Nagel wears Holderness and Bourne, uh, and it is in 1,500 of the country's best pro shops, and you get it for 15% off by entering promo code TMA15. That is Holderness and born appliance discounters eight o'clock hour here on the ryan kelly morning after what a presentation uh this one is for you uh doug fresh off of the world baseball classic defeat mm-hmm. last night also the blues lose but david perron back in town i think you call him Perzi, and yeah. what an ovation he received uh i think Braden shen uh said that that was the loudest return player ovation he has heard in his blues career Really? Well, he was he was well loved here in all three of his stints. Get it? Losing him turned out to be a bad, bad thing for the team. Yep. Almost every move they made in the off season did not work out. Almost every one of them. To go from one of the better teams in the league to give Colorado its toughest playoff series on their way to the Cup to a team that was out of it midway through the season. I mean, they had a horrendous off season, and the Perron move was was one of the moves that triggered it. I was talking about this on uh, 101 yesterday. It's one of the the rare times that you had a, a large percentage of the fan base, and I'm talking about in sports in general, not specific to the Blues, first guessing, not liking that move, and concerned it would have a real negative impact on the season. And in this case absolutely proved to play out that way we were we were talking about other moves that in the moment as in before it played out and you know then you, you become a take smith going dexter fowler sucks well i remember us doing the show the morning after dexter fowler's contract and it had a 90 percent approval rating um but this one people really didn't like the matt carpenter contract extension in the moment i was not, not only did i not like it i was confused by it uh, as to why they felt the need to extend him. Uh, what was another one, Jackson, that, that got a lot of attention, I feel like, yesterday? Uh, uh, um, how about we were talking about this Let topic, him, but the Perron one, certainly, we were getting so many texts about that. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I, yeah, I think so. Uh, I don't. I, as weird as it sounds, considering his significance, I don't know if that... I, I, th- I think, Doug, because the difference there versus Perron is Perron was vocal in wanting to stay whereas by the time Petrangelo hit the market it was clear that there were some real tension elements to the negotiations and also an interest on the part of Petrangelo to to look around whereas Perron wanted to stay in St. Louis he was vocal about it he was on Randy Character's show uh, not only before signing with the Red Wings but afterwards and and he was clear that he he wanted to stay and so that made it even more uh, rough from both Perron's perspective and the fans perspective yeah. well Petrangelo wanted that uh, no trade clause apparently that was the big thing that got no movement there. no mo- yeah so he must have wanted to stay if he wanted that and then to take the heart and soul of the team and I guess Vegas gave him one million a year more than what the Blues were offering and then to think that you could replace him with Tory Krug? I mean, give me a break. Uh, boy, I'm telling you. I mean, what a, what a moment in Blues history yeah. that is. Uh, the Arena one, that's yeah, the one. Mr. That's Big the one. Cream texted that in. Yeah. That was 
That was one. I mean, when I saw that, and I and I I would guess maybe Buck Swope can confirm this. The morning after the Cardinals beat the Braves, that's where Randy Rosarena was live streaming Mike Schilt's speech in Game Five of the 2019 NLDS. I would I would wager that we were talking about the possibility of him being traded, um, because when I saw that, I go, God, he's going to get traded. Um, so the Rosarena one. A number of people, I think, were were thinking that was going to happen, and then sure enough, it did. And of course, the Cardinals said it didn't have anything to do with the live stream. And I understand them saying that, but I would uh, I would bet otherwise. Yeah, probably did. Even at the time, though, we thought we were getting one of the best young pitchers in in the minor leagues in Levertor. Levertor was so highly touted. We thought, okay, might miss a Rosarena, but look what you're getting. Levator just hadn't really panned out yet. He might still, but I think a lot of people, the way they sold it was they were getting a guy who's capable of being an ace of a pitching staff someday. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, it, hasn't, it hasn't happened yet. He's still only 22. Yeah. When, when can we DFA him? <laughs> oh, he's not going to be DFA'd. Okay, I, just, I just didn't know when that was eventually going to happen. Pitching oh. prospects are a dime a dozen. You can't. You can't I, have enough of them. The game is about pitching. They're all First hit or miss, though. Honestly, like three years. All players hit or miss. I don't know. I, I think with Randy Rosarena, he showed a little bit of promise. I don't know if he. I don't think he was a starter or anything at the time, but he did no, show nothing like what he became in Tampa. Right. No, Libator at the time didn't hasn't appeared in any major league baseball games at the time. So I think if you're making that gamble just because of an Instagram video and look at where the outfield has been ever since or even before that the outfield is just a revolving door of every two years you give hype to you know the Gritchick, the Piscotti, the Carlson, the O'Neill, the Dexter Fowlers I mean fam I mean the link goes on and on about the outfield rotation that we've had and it, it, we haven't had the same one for two years three years in a row yeah well, that's a tough battle. Anybody swings and misses occasionally on a transaction. It happens to everybody. Brett Cecil, Andrew Miller, they, <laughs> Nolan Arnato, Paul Goldschmidt. Okay, it stops there. Oh, oh I got no Quintana, mm. and Montgomery. Never Contreras. mind. Yeah. Well, Contreras, you ever paid for, and I have no idea what he's going to be. So I would hold off on that. And that was a signing, to be fair. Yeah. But yeah, they, they could not have known that Rosarena would become the player that he became. No one did. I, I, no way I knew he was going to be a 20-plus home run, 80-plus RBI guy. Yeah. But that, it, it, at the time, you needed an outfielder. You, you needed a guy with a little spark and, yeah. I don't know, a little premature probably. I'm Maybe sure they still like would have traded him. I'm but sure they'd like to have that one back. I'm that's sure probably the one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, just think about that outfield, though, with Jordan Walker and Rosarena. Be phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter if you have O'Neill, Carlson, whoever in that third spot. Those two are studs. They're high on O'Neill for this year. I guess if he's healthy, he hits. That body type just, it seems like you're, like, going to tear a muscle almost every time you take off your shirt. So. Well, he has won a couple gold gloves, right? No, he's not bad. I just, I'm talking in terms of staying on the field all year. Right, he struggles to stay That's a tough battle to, you know, trust. Marty Herzog used to tell those guys to eat some red meat. (laughs) I I don't know what he eats, man. I don't know how you get that big. He's vegan, is he not? Oh, I'm sure. Guys like that with zero body fat tend to usually eat salads and protein shakes. Yeah, whatever he's doing is working. Yeah, he's for for sure. Yeah. It's just baseball being a start-and-stop sport that can be rough on hamstrings and Achilles tendons and 
More collagen in your diet, Doug. You need collagen for those joints. What do you eat for collagen? Collagen. Cauliflower. Like what? What collagen is in what? I don't know. I just sometimes I'll get a smoothie and they say, "Do you want collagen?" I said, "Yes, please. I want to feel for your joints." Yeah. And you haven't pulled a muscle yet, have you? No. Where do they have like a collagen like? Yeah, like it's like hand sanitizer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how many? Three squirts of collagen? You like okay. that noise he made? I, I don't like some of the noises. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> I like that sound effects okay. with my takes. All right. Just something I like to do. Okay. Well, I think in the big picture, the Cardinals have to be pretty happy about what's happened this spring. Because O'Neill seems to have found his swing with Team Canada. He hit the ball very well. I think they're look, look at Nolan Gorman. He hits, I mean, people hit are hitting well. it both in spring training and the World Baseball Classic. I'm with you, Doug. I Donovan's think. been good. Edmund hadn't hit a lick yet, but I think the pitching is going to be the main concern. That's my main. I think that the Achilles heel not enough. I mean, you're going to have to probably trust Dak maybe for a month if Flaherty happened to go down. Matt's happened to go down. There's not a lot of relief there. Not a lot of depth. Yeah. I think that's where I get them. But their offense. I mean, in spring and at the World Baseball Classic, looks strong. I just hope Walker, you know, is able to make the opening day roster. Looked like ESPN or some Yahoo had him as hitting second in a predicted lineup with Donovan hitting first, I do believe. Donovan will be the leadoff. Yeah, Donovan, Walker, I think it was. I bet O'Neill will hit second. To start, I bet they'll start Walker low if he makes the opening day roster. I yeah. bet he starts in the six or seven hole. Come- I would be shocked if Jordan Walker is not on the opening day. Yeah, yeah I, I think too. I would too at this point. Yeah, he just 100%. break. They've not come out and said he's a starting left fielder, but they have kind of indicated that center field is between O'Neill and Carlson. So who else would be the left fielder? Right, exactly. Yeah, unless they're doing like a Yepes. I mean, Yepes no. can't play left. La- I mean, well, he no. can. He's okay. He's not great. Yeah, but I would say it certainly doesn't doesn't have the ceiling that Jordan Walker does. Well, almost with like ninety ninety to ninety five percent certainty that Jordan Walker will be the left fielder to start the season. And I hope they just go through the growing pains because he's probably not going to have a pool holes type start. Not many people, you no. know, have that. There have been some young guys. Julio Rodriguez has had a great start to his career. You can name a couple others, but I hope they don't set him down like a month and a half in because he's only hitting like two twenty two. I, I think that's a guy you just got to ride. Yeah, You've got I to think let him so. grow there. He looks like a guy who someday might hit a hundred home runs in a season. Well, he looks like an absolute, like a literal <laughs> tank. Yeah. Like he is a big saying. tank, not a little tank. He's still growing. He's only twenty, and he's now what six five or so. No. Yeah, we were excited about Oscar Tavares, and I think this surpasses that in terms of just. I think Oscar still needed to grow. You know, in terms of he wasn't as big or built. I mean, this guy twenty years old. He looked yeah. like a, a Mack truck. Uh, somebody just texted this in, and I was wondering about it as well. Since he injured his shoulder two Saturdays ago uh, at the ballpark at Palm Beach, uh, or at the Palm Beaches, uh, he is four for twenty. So I've been wondering about that. I went, as I said, I went to the game yesterday. He did not play. He is four for twenty since hurting his shoulder, and before that, I mean, he was he was hitting just about as as well as anybody in baseball. So that is something to keep an eye on, and. Um, if, if you were looking to short the Jordan Walker regular season start, uh, and then people will say, oh, it's because of service time, but the service time game has changed since last year's CBA relative to what it was back famously with Chris Bryant, for example, mm-hmm. and the Cubs, uh, that that is something to keep an eye on. And again, we, we talked about it in the 7 o'clock hour with, with Jack Flaherty. Now, that's a pitcher. And that certainly is much more usually anyway impactful for a pitcher, assuming it's in his throwing shoulder. But 
for Walker to be four for 20 is eye-opening, considering the pace he was on before he hurt his shoulder. And that really sucks, if that is something that is lingering. Yeah, definitely. If that is, uh, you hope that there's, you know, not as much correlation, just kind of the ups and downs of baseball. But it's a tough stat to ignore when he was hitting like he was like what 390 before he got hurt there. Yeah. It's unbelievable OPS, and so it's kind of tough to ignore that the shoulder injury happens and he falls off a little bit. Hopefully, yeah. he's able to ride it and uh, as he gets further away from the injury. But yeah, certainly you expect to him to fall off a little bit. I mean, nobody's hitting 390 these days. Right, but there is but like that's a, been a pretty a drastic drop off. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Uh, that's a fun little story here, and it kind of ties into our show. Um, Doug, did you read this? this is on vice.com? <laughs> well, I don't know what the story is yet. Where do all the used sex toys go? Wasn't Didn't that a, uh, Didn't read it. a Paula Cole song? Didn't she say that? Where, Where have, have all, all the used the sex toys gone? All right. Long uh, time quote, Yes. I have visions of the old Butter Mountain or the Huine Lake, and I think the sex toy one must be much, much bigger than any of those, says Lisa, oh, the co-founder God. of the first ever second-hand sex toy website, Squeaky Clean. <laughs> Lisa will join us on Balloon Party at 10.30. Together with her partner, Dan, they both requested to go by pseudonyms for privacy reasons. They want to help horny people realize that getting rid of used toys doesn't have to mean throwing them in the garbage. Quote, we've told very few friends, to be honest, Dan says, of their operation, which started in 2021 and now has over 3,500 users uh, of their used sex toy. You know it's a tough economy when you're going into the used market for that. (laughs) The general reaction is sort of, huh, wait, Actually, that's a really good idea. That's the general reaction. (laughs) Sure it is. At a thrift store, maybe. (laughs) The market is certainly there, and it's growing. And this is why I pulled our capital out of goodorbad.com, and I invested it in Dotem's <laughs> refurbished Sibian business mm. because I spotted what's going on with Dan <laughs> and Lisa and Squeaky Clean. Uh, in 2021, forecasters estimated... <laughs> who are these people on Wall Street? <laughs> forecasters estimated that there were 42.9 million sex toys in use worldwide. Doug, that is a very specific number How for in the world would sex- anybody know that? <laughs> Can we get on some? these forecasters know that doug are you moonlighting as a sex toy forecaster no how would anyone know such a thing? <laughs> yeah, it's a, tough call. a number they projected to more than double by 2025. Jeez. So they're expecting <laughs> it to be 86 million sex toys in rotation as, as someone who reviews sex toys for a living i have noticed recent changes to sex toy aesthetics and branding is their marketing aims for a bigger audience People in the industry have started using the term sex tech in lieu of sex toy, for example, as part of both a universal leveling up in quality and an attempt to destigmatize the topic. Companies' designs become more upscale, more gender inclusive, and brand ethos driven. A bigger <laughs> audience means more toys and more toy waste. 
And that's why people are now refurbishing their Sibians. In 2018, <laughs> Blush Novelties launched a biodegradable bullet vibrator <laughs> made out of starch-based bioplastic. And why Womanizer launched a biodegradable toy in 2021. The convergence of interest in human and environmental health is happening in the refurbished industry. Environmental health. <laughs> Give me a break. It's no problem. Hey, look, would you like to dump off your your little bullet out in our backyard where we recycle in our compost pile people's sex toys? No, thanks. Reuse. Amen. No, thanks. Nothing wrong with with refurbishing. If it's a perfectly good sex toy, vibrant bullet or otherwise, you know, I think you, you give it a second run. And this is, again, I, I talk about, I used, used to talk about Grace and Franku quite a bit. Great show. I think season seven was just dropped on Netflix. Um, but the, d- during season two, Frankie and Grace, they're over 75. They wanted a vibrator that didn't, you know, give you, you know, wrist issues, arthritis. Oh, wanted to make sure it was and... bright. You know, the yep, battery yep. was really bright. And so they also use biodegradable, you know, materials. Well, so I feel like this kind of copying some of that model from the TV show. But I like the idea of it. Just doesn't seem like it was their idea. Not original. I'd like to know who uh, reviews these sex toys. I I think that's a a wild job. Somebody does it for a living. And I think there really does need to be a Kelly Blue Book for dildos. I don't think so. How many Uh, owners? You know, if it's a one-owner double-ended dildo, or with uh, this, you know, maybe uh, it's even a collector's item. This was, you know, used by, you know, Christy Canyon in a a movie in 1988, you know, and have it authorized and have a letter of authenticity and... I think you go even further with that in collectibles and no, but I really would like to know how many users. Right. You know, if the fourth or fifth owner of this thing. Ugh. <laughs> like, oh, but I think it absolutely if, does if matter. When you buy a car, at that point, if it's not new, it might as well have been used by a hundred. Doug, people. when you buy a car and see it's a honey hole owned by one, you know, older lady who kept it up very right. well, just went to versus the grocery store. A, just a car that's just been sold like I mean, you, you, you take the one. So, that's been so, one so for example. If, say, like a 25-year-old lass put her butt plug on the market versus, say, like a a 52-year-old fat gentleman, you know, who posts 100 times a day on Tiger Board, you know, which butt plug would you rather have? Uh, The 25-year-old, but I think the butt plug need a VIN number because that 25-year-old, that that, that could have been owned previously by a 48-year-old trucker in Barnhart. You know, whereas the 55-year-old butt plug may have been brand new five months ago. Right. You don't know that by looking at the owner. So I think typing in that VIN number on a Kelly Blue Book and kind of seeing, oh, well, this, you know, had an incident. They had a hospital visit because the butt plug got stuck. That's like, oh, wow. The item's only worth a couple bucks, right? It's not worth the hassle. Not even close. You have have no idea what sex toys are. You have to be a smart consumer. You can't just go buy stuff willy-nilly. You got to know what you're buying. Doug, you're definitely a rabbit guy. So, like, you going in a and trying to find, guy. yeah, you going in That's and correct. trying to find the biggest hog oh. to play with, and just uh. so, yeah, I think an online support system as well. Kind of, what do you like? What do you don't like? What you gape? Oh, um, ah. and they, I think that they can direct you kind of to the right area. So, I think it's a good idea. Yeah, I'm with Plowhawk. I really like this idea. I guess we have a business here again. We partner with Deke. He kind of seems like he's already got this rolling. And we got Juan from PP Coors already has an industry in, oh. you know, refurbished Sibians, so you can kind of use correct. his factory 
you, uh, you've you got know, for your, inventory. You've got your friend in the porn business. Maybe he could slide you some Maddie yeah, Maddie Dredd. used equipment. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, collector's item. Have him sign it. Game-worn yeah. jerseys. Have absolutely. Game-worn jerseys. Oh. You can see the stains. Oh, no. <laughs> Tim, time for your family to turn the show back on again. Yes. That's, that's from a new I figured the family was inside eating breakfast at the time, so... No, this is good stuff. This is exactly what we're This is good stuff. Doug, we all know that you can afford the new new stuff, the brand new, fresh out of the wrapper. Some people got to buy used. You know, it's not... We don't all have a barn offer. A, a used three dollar item. <laughs> yeah, it's I not a, three bucks. I don't know. I've never bought this. I have a CRV but. with two hundred ten thousand miles on it. In butt plug terms, that thing is used. Seasoned. I mean, a car is that a silver different. is just like it's on its like second or third layer of that stainless steel. <laughs> stainless steel car. Well, no, I'm talking about the butt plugs. Oh, no. those seem to be a bad idea. Ice cold. You got to keep those like room mm. temperature. Good morning. I bought my used Sibian at Play at Play It Again Sports. It was gently used. Thanks. That's from the three one four. They sell those there. Tough parking lot to get in there at Play It Again Sports, right there on Manchester. Dude, if there was in a Kirkwood, store that yeah. had a, a brick and mortar, I'm, I'm more <laughs> talking about an online. But I think it would be funny if the, we turned this into like a brick and mortar where. Up by like the Lifetime Fitness, just selling you. Yeah, utilities. put put it in Huntley, put oh. it in Frontenac. I think maybe Goodwill has a section. Yeah, I think after you talk to Log Cabin and see if they have twilight rates, you then go to right. Play It Again Sports and ask, where is your used butt plug section? Oh. And you just kind of round it out. Do you, do you imagine we make enough money in this to join Log Cabin and their extensive you know, membership processes to tell me exactly how you made this money? Sure. Okay, let me show you the spreadsheet. So we sold about 15,000 dildos in the month of May. Oh. <laughs> it's like the country code that said that she's got a little St. Charles in her. <laughs> <laughs> Too much. <laughs> and they wouldn't they wouldn't take the family. Was that, that was a Mr. Lick's anecdote. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think it might have been the wife had too much to say. Licks, yeah, it was licks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, uh, if your wife has too much St. Charles in you and you can't get into a country club, well, then what you can do is uh, use that new money and build a putting green in your backyard. Driving the ball 300 yards is cool and impresses your buddies, but scoring amounts to getting the ball in the hole. How many times have you hit a great drive only to miss the green, skull a chip, and three-putt your way to a double bogey? Well, tour players get up and down two-thirds of the time. Scratch golfers still only get up and down around half the time. Thus, the best way to lower your scores is to improve your short game. That's why tour pros like John Rahm and Max Homa have installed celebrity greens in their backyards. Anyone can put down fake turf and call it a putting green, but if you want a golf green that putts true 
and gives you real grass-like performance when practicing trips, pitches, and bunker shots. The only company to call is Clubhouse Turf, St. Louis's exclusive partner of Celebrity Greens. You get a true role when it comes to your personal putting green, and you can design just the green or entire replica of your favorite par 3. Check it out at clubhouseturf.com or Call 314-834-2339. That's 314-834-2339. You can visit clubhouseturf.com. Let them know you're a TMA listener when you call or visit the website. It is clubhouseturf.com. And you can have a putting green uh, in your backyard. How do you do? Uh, Cardinals and Marlins lineup uh, is out for today. As you would expect, you will not see uh, Goldschmidt or Arenado since they just got done playing less than 12 hours ago. Donovan leading off. Tyler O'Neill in center. Jordan Walker is back in there. And Doug, he is in right field today. Oh. Con- Contreras is your DH. Motter uh, is at third. Nolan Gorman at second. Yepes in left. Burleson playing first. Kisner uh, who, when I glanced at the scoreboard yesterday during one of his at bats, I noticed he was hitting a buck eleven. He is struggling. Is is it catcher and Jordan Montgomery will be on the mound. Cardinals and Marlins in that game is indeed on television with Chip Carey and Jim Edmonds. How do you do? No, I'm fine. I bet there's a lot of pressure on a guy like Kisner just to make the team. I mean, if he makes the team, he gets at least. Five hundred. What's the minimum salary? Five or six hundred thousand yeah, a year. Yeah, indeed. If he doesn't, it's back to the minor leagues. He's just a couple of hits probably Ooh. away from being a major leaguer, or, or maybe even getting cut. Yeah, you, you think about pressure on the big name guys. The pressure's really on the people that haven't made it yet. I am telling you, you are exactly right on that. Uh, actually, Ali Marmol talked about the situation with the backup catcher spot, which I realize isn't all that intriguing, considering that you know Wilson Contreras is going to be in there, but. Uh, he was really uh, succinct and to the point. This is from John Denton, uh, who covers the Cardinals for MLB.com. And he said, Ali Marmol said regarding the backup catcher spot, uh, one guy is performing well and the other guy hasn't up to this point. In this short period of time, Barrera has clearly outperformed Kisner. So uh, I don't know what direction the Cardinals will go. And by the way, this, this reminds me of something I saw last night on the Twitter tweets and I don't know what it's about. It says, congrats to play-by-play announcer Tom Mackerman on being named the Cardinals game commentator for at Bally Sports Midwest. What is, what is the difference between game commentator and play-by-play guy? Does anybody I, know? I think that's the pre- and post-game shows. I think that's what they're oh, really? that. Yeah. I think he's splitting the duties with Scott Warman and uh, Alexa Dat. I so think they're going to chop it up three ways? Well, I I guess. I think that's kind of the way I read into it. He's doing some play-by-play, too. Ackerman's doing the game on the radio today. Hockman uh, said that he will handle uh, play-by-play duties for eight games this season uh, on the Cardinals television team. Oh, yeah. I wonder why that is. If Chip Carey's got some other event he's got to be at. Could be. Probably the dotum. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think most guys wanted that day off. Fan page club championship. <laughs> well, good for him. Tom Ackerman's really good. He's really, really good. He's a mean-spirited guy. Yeah, yeah. Major attitude, that's for sure. <laughs> Is he hired by the Cardinals or Bailey's? He's a KMOX guy. No, I, mean, I know... Where I'm, I'm, I'm talking about this particular... Is he on the Cardinals payroll? Or is, it, is it Bailey's who hired him? I don't, I don't know. 
I'm surprised you can hire anyone being eight billion in debt, but yeah. I mean anything can happen, <laughs> I guess, in this country. <laughs> Isn't it weird though? Uh, boy, I got I got like ten texts in a matter of seconds that he's calling eight games. Where the hell have I been? Yeah. Is, I, has this been out there for a while? No, I saw, the first I saw Ben Hockman tweet it yesterday. Like right after Balloon Party tweet, I remember seeing that. And so yeah, that just came out. All I can think of is Chip Carey must have had prior engagements to do something else. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because he's, it's not like they signed him for one year and they want to groom Ackerman to be the sure. guy for the right, next right, 20. Because right, right. Chip Carey's only, I think, 58, 57 or 80. So he's probably got 10 more years. At least. Shout out Tommy Ack. Mm-hmm. Led to Tommy one. Ack got Jennings all worked up about, about the NIT coming to St. Louis. Tommy Ack led to one of my favorite <laughs> segments since we've been at Hubbard. When Jay... So you're excited. He goes, I'll be down there next to Rammer and Earl. <laughs> but it would be terrible to have the NIT here. Why? It would be terrible? <laughs> yeah. Why? We don't need another minor league thing going on. You know what I mean? It's better than nothing going on, isn't it? I don't know. I mean, I guess it's better than nothing. I guess if that's the comparison. But if you watch the NIT, there's like no really good games. There was... They're just kind of there. The Billikens didn't even make the NIT this year. Yeah. and that, but North Carolina sent out a graphic saying we will be declining going to the <laughs> NIT. Kiss my ass. Oh. Yeah, the slew thing is alarming. It's weird. We have to move the ball. Uh, KG in O-Town says Iggy was supposed to do those eight games, but after this week they pivoted to Ackerman. Oh. Wow, I hadn't heard. I had, maybe that's maybe that's where Ken has been. <laughs> He's done quite a bit of play-by-play. <laughs> I remember the, one of the boxing matches he did with producer Joe. No, that was Larry Nickel. Uh, Larry, Larry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they were wearing gold jackets, right? Yes, they were, just like the old ABC Wide World Sports. Guys. I think he said he kept a tag on him so he could return it the next day. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't blame him for that. Hard as hell, dude. Probably had a little smoke smell to it, if yeah, I had to guess. Yeah. Yeah, he could handle that. Guys, how will the pitch clock affect the standing ovations given by the B-Fibs? Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> That's from DJ Jazzy Jeff Albert Pujols. Yeah. I'm going to mention that, reasonable. like, when you brought up the Shen quote, and I was thinking about when, like, Daniel Descalso came back for the fourth time, and I don't even think Perron got that big of an ovation. What about when Corey Dickerson returns? Oh, it'll be yeah, deafening. <laughs> I, I, I'd actually worry if the arch would have some structural damage. Okay, that's so, enough. With Corey Dickerson. Just, they'll have to, the ump will stop the game like when Albert returned mm-hmm. in 2019. Yeah, though that needs it to stop immediately. Wait, what needs to stop? The ovations? Yeah, two months, Kisner will come back. It was like a... You know, Blue Jay or something, and <laughs> it's like, okay, what do you start? Ten games? Like, what are we doing here? Well, they do have to find a backup catcher. Contreras can't catch them all. Right, even Barrera, who's outperformed Kisner, is hitting a crisp 182. <laughs> you can't have an automatic out in that position. Right, and Contreras probably will DH a couple of you know, not a decent yeah. amount, but some of the time. Okay, so I missed all of spring training so far. So fill me in. <laughs> On everything that's happened? You've been giving the most cardinal opinions on the program for the last month. Well, we're on HD2, so that kind of par for the course, not watching it. But So when Marmol says Herrera is knocking the cover off the ball or outplaying Andrew Barrera. Kisner? Barrera. Is Cur- what is 182 to 105. So Kisner's hitting 105. Okay, when you yeah. said 182, and I'm, like, I'm thinking about Marmol's quotes, is clearly he's playing better than Kisner. I'm like, how is that even possible? 
hitting 105, I guess, explains that. And the other guy is Pedro Pajes, I think is how he says it. He's another catcher who's been in camp, and he's at 125. He's betting 125. I love this it's roster. It's a pony. This roster is so sick. <laughs> You're down on the backup catcher. You're down on the old backup one spot. It's important, yeah. but so we're a five starter. And well, but it, it, it wouldn't be the, the most stunning thing if Contreras takes a foul ball off the thumb in the first game of the season, and he's out for mm. six to eight weeks, and then no. what do you do? Cry. Put DeYoung as catcher. And uh, <laughs> well, he can't touch his toes right now. He said he can't even touch his toes at the moment. Wow. Oh, yeah, I forgot he's on the shelf till July. And then he'll buy the NIT him. is the dumbest tournament in sports. It's like holding a Miss America contest, but exclusively inviting Lime sevens and mm. lower. Thanks. That's from Arbor Day. Well, mm. it yeah, used was, to be the big tournament. It used to be the number one tournament. The NIT is, I, I would be cool. I'd be very excited if the NIT came to St. Louis. But I know, be. I know that I am different than most and also I, I don't think St. Louis is necessarily in a position to be turning down national <laughs> tournaments like this Probably not. You know, who the hell do we think we are now to be to be clear what Jennings was saying is that he was driving in and listening to Camel X and he heard Tommy Ack who he always said he should have been Tommy right. Ack that's what Jennings would say hey. He's, I heard Tommy Ack and he says he's excited about the possibility of the NIT Final Four coming here. And he go, and that, that's what upset him. Yeah. It wasn't mm-hmm. that he said it would be bad for St. Louis. Right. It's that people would be excited about the NIT Final Four coming to St. Louis. Right. Yeah. So I want to make sure that I represent our late great friends' okay. uh, NIT Final Four take properly. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. And I, like I said, I, I know I'm on like an island saying I probably would be excited. Um, but just taking it in general, not to what Jennings was saying, but just in general, like a tournament Final Four that was hosted at Madison Square Garden, the mecca of basketball in our number one market, I don't think it would be a bad thing to have here. I'm not saying Jennings saying that, but I think people, like it should be, people could be you know, excited if that were the what case. Was Jennings, like, Jennings was saying, it's okay if it's here, just don't be excited about it. <laughs> and what would, what would be the promos like on the radio? Come watch the 68th. Through 78 <laughs> best teams in the country compete. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a it's the secondary tournament, but you know, do you, unless the final four comes here for the, uh, for the big dance, you know, not much better. So, what wound up happening with that? Because that was this was, that was more than a year ago, I think, when yeah. Jay was all worked up about it. Uh, they probably decided it's in against Vegas. St. Louis. Yeah. I think oh, the NIT is really – they moved at the Final Four to Las Vegas? Uh, I believe well, that's, so. That's a great win for the NIT teams. I believe that that is the case, that they did uh, end up going to uh, – it's, yeah, it's in Orleans Arena in Las Vegas. That's where the 2023 wow. NIT semifinals and championship will be held on the 28th of March and the 30th of March. Might make some sense to have it there every year so people have some incentive to go to it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That, I think that that's that's a better site than St. Louis. Uh, uh, speaking of the NIT, uh, Doug, did you uh, watch the Oregon and Wisconsin game last night? Missed it. Oh my! Just God. completely swung and missed it. Edge of my seat. Well, Dana Altman, head coach of Ducky Want Wingy, uh, was not happen. Uh, was not happy uh, in the fan base in Oregon last night because only 3,300 fans <laughs> showed up. 
uh, and he said, uh, you see the commitment that Wisconsin makes with the cheerleaders and the band? We make a commitment, don't get me wrong, but you can just see how important it is to them. It's important to me. We should have more people here, all right? I mean, the guys played hard. 3,300 people, that's not good enough. If it's me, then get rid of me. If you need somebody else to be a promoter to do something, but 3,300 people is embarrassing. I'm not in a very good mood, you can tell. If it's me, then make a change. Make the change. Mm. Somebody will hire me somewhere. I'll go coach junior college ball. I love junior college ball. Those guys are dogs. They want to be in the gym all the time. I love those guys, but 3,300 people for Wisconsin? I'm disappointed. And I appreciate the people who came. The 3,300 people who did come, great. I sure appreciate them. The people who have stuck with us. Again, I'm not a promoter. I'm not out in public. I don't have Twitter and all that stuff. My job is to coach. Dane Altman not happy with the attendance of the NIT game with Wisconsin mm. last night. So he's a Power 5 coach. He disappointed the entire year by not making the tournament. Fans probably showed up, Doug, the entire season, regular season. Mm-hmm. You missed the tournament, bro. You're in a secondary, you're in the Bubba Watson ball striker bracket, <laughs> oh. a fan page club championship, bro. Like, no one cares. No one should care. And to get 3,300 people, I think, is impressive because that game means nothing. You're not putting a banner up for an NIT championship or a semifinal. Before this season, Mizzou would have loved to have had a crowd of 3,300 people. Yeah. For any game. Not anymore, baby. No, not anymore. So he gets to disappoint the fan base the entire entire season, and they disappoint him that one game to where it means nothing, and they showed up. Well, they were a bubble team. They they were a number one seed in the NIT tournament. They weren't bad all season, but they just didn't make the tournament. Well... Screw it, man. It's <laughs> <laughs> hard to sell it's the hard. NIT. Yeah, it's it is. It's just a it's, hard sell. When you've been, when you, sometimes, like, especially if your fans have been supporting all year and then you don't make the tournament, people check out. That's just going to be the nature of the beast. I wonder if the NIT could just invite everyone who didn't make it to the NCAA is in the NIT. Everybody. It'd be a huge tournament. It'd be like it would be. There'd be like 250 <laughs> teams in it. Right, but nice. you can whittle it down pretty quick. But they have two games in one day like it's an AAU tournament. Well, maybe a game every night for three, three, four nights. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like a bigger deal for, like, schools, like, much smaller schools than it is big schools who are on the bubble. Like, exactly why North Carolina didn't go. Like, they're just they had an embarrassing season. So, not embarrassing. That's a bad word to use. But it's they had a disappointing season starting preseason number one and being in the championship 12 months ago. But they didn't go because, you know, it's not necessarily what they want to do. They don't think they're going to get the fan support, you know. At the end of a high school basketball season, every team is in the tournament. Correct. And they still get through it in a few weeks. Right. You could tighten the schedule up even more. Yeah, yeah. They separate into districts, though. That's kind of huge. Well, yeah, you could do that with the NIT. I'm just saying it would give the NIT something of a hook. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah, It's a tough sell. Yeah. And, yeah, team. I think a team would put up a banner for the NIT championship. Sure they would. Uh, Brian Henschen says that's the case. Uh, he says teams 100% put up a banner for winning the NIT. Plow crisp. Wow. Yeah, hey, dude, if I'm University of Illinois and I see that, I am embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> put that right up next to freaking D. Brown. I would just have faint, man. Oh, really? Didn't Illinois go to the NIT finals? I'm sure I didn't watch that. The crap. Billikens did a couple, <laughs> couple times. I watch any secondary. In- Doug, uh, they went up against Lou Carter second his wonderful sweaters, and they went up against Judd Heathcote in mm-hmm. Michigan State. And Judd Heathcote always said that game was more significant to him than the Indiana State win. <laughs> I don't know about that. That's a lie. <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, that's when Rich Grant was the coach. Those were some fun the, teams to cover. 
uh, the NIT should make another bracket with all the teams that get eliminated in the first round. That's <laughs> right? the three yeah, that wouldn't be bad. That was the Bubba Watson ball striker bracket. That was the third <laughs> try for Iggy to yeah. get a title. That would be a tough sell. <laughs> Sorry you lost they, by that buzzer beater. You want to go out to Utah, play Weaver State in the NIT tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. well. uh, they could give me a free suite and offer oral sex the entire game, and I still would not accept tickets to the NIT in St. Louis. Doug, mm. that's from the recovering, or that's from Harrison's brother, Master. Oh. The recovering alcoholic from Belleville and Webster Groves is very active right now. Go down on me now in your pigtails while I fish hook your hole, oh. you twig of the hill. No. <laughs> Yeah. I know of the shepherd of the hills. He's in the Ozarks, isn't right. he? Yes. I guess he's saying Jackson's known as the twink of the hill. <laughs> I can't really put my hair into pigtails. I don't have that much hair. Yeah. I, what I, hill? I, There's not a lot of hills in the Ladue <laughs> area, are there? I live on the hill. Oh, that hill. That's why he's known as the twink of the hill. There's not really a hill there either. Yeah, there is. It's the highest point <laughs> in the city. Arsenal and Sublette. That's why it's called the hill. It's the highest point in St. Louis. Wow, Doug. Oh, look, ass. someone doesn't know their but geography. You, but you don't see a Go hill. Go back to Crestwood, homie. <laughs> you don't see much of a hill. Doesn't matter. That's why. That's I what... want to see a hill. You can't just call it a hill if it's not a big. We hill. We have the mounds, Doug. Yeah, this is the mound city, and that's the. That's hill. right, mound city. It's mm-hmm. correct. Hills. They're yeah, going wild. Where are the hills in, in Sunset the mound Hills? City. Uh, overlooking uh, uh, George Winter Park. <clears throat> There's some big, big hills in Sunset Hills. Aren't our mounds radioactive? Are the mounds like have? Why like... would they be radioactive? <laughs> is there uranium in them? Oh no! Isn't it by a landfill? There's a lot of things by landfills. Well, there's a I huge thought there was trash something mountain up, up there <laughs> by <laughs> the <laughs> racetrack. Yeah. That's maybe what I'm saying. It smells funny. I, I haven't Doesn't heard smell the th- funny at Maggie O'Brien's, though. It's a pony at Maggie O'Brien's, whether you're going for the Cardinal Opener next week, a Blues game, or a Dowgies game or Battlehawks game. Hang out with the great Eddie McVeigh. 40 years on Market Street. It's a local pub, Irish pub, and you know exactly what you're going to get when you're going to Maggie O'Brien's, downtown St. Louis and Sunset Hills. You know you're going to get quality food and service from one of the best in the business, and that best is Eddie McVeigh. Maggie O'Brien's pre and post game or anytime longtime sponsor of TMA Eddie McVeigh and Maggie O'Brien's and they are killing it right now in particular because of the Dowgies defense Dowgies defense defense Dowgies defense thank you you bet thank you very much who do the dogs play this Saturday well Doug you're exactly right they're taking on Real Salt Lake (laughs) Real <laughs> Is that Royal Salt Lake? Yeah, essentially. What's what's so royal about the Salt Lake? There's nothing. That's people in Europe do not like that they're named Real Salt Lake. It shouldn't be. Real Salt Lake. They'll be in. Uh, they'll be in Sandy, Utah. Oh, I'll watch it. Uh, yeah, me too. The Breakfast Club is furious with the Plowhawk. Uh, he says Plowsy just kind of sucks. Let's bring down the mood of every sports topic discussed. Seriously, other than your love for Dennis Gates, name anything positive you've said about local sports in the last year. And before you say Battlehawks, you said there'd be no more than 10,000 people at the home opener. That's from the Breakfast Club. Plowhawk, what do you like on the local sports scene? I'm sure you have plenty of things. 
I was very excited. I've been to four slew games this year. I thought that'd be better, so I was excited about that. Mm-hmm. Hyped up the Illinois team almost the entire year until they lost to Arkansas. You excited about the Cardinals making a return trip to the playoffs? Just because I live in St. Louis doesn't mean I have to force myself to force-feed Missouri basketball and football and act like I like it. That's what a rivalry is. Oh. I grew up not liking Mizzou. Yeah. Just like I grew up not liking the Cubs. That's why I'm a Cardinal fan. Like... I mean, if I move to Chicago tomorrow, am I supposed to just naturally become a Bulls and Cubs fan because I reside there? Screw that. Oh, you don't I'm like not that. A, I'm not from St. Louis, bro. Oh. I can root for and demolish whoever I choose. Well, you can, yeah. Get back to work. Uh, so you didn't like this text? <laughs> you didn't like the text? I could care less what a plumber from Alton I mean, wow. Oh, Alton and the plumbing community taking shots. Uh, that was from the Breakfast Club, for the record. I don't know what the Breakfast Club does for a living, nor <laughs> do I know where he is a uh, resident. Uh, Todd Reesing, who is Jackson's favorite texter, yes. says you crap on Travis Ford all the time. Who, me? Yeah, he's under- still I guess talking about you. Yeah, he's underachieved. What, what are we talking? We're moving the goalposts to keep him at his job. This is a can't miss tournament team. They play in probably one of the worst leagues, yeah, I would say, in Division One. A, a, a ten, not great. There's a lot worse leagues. Um, but yeah, like it's seven. What is it on his seventh year with no tournament appearances? Is that what it is? I, I, I'm sorry, but if you want to act like a mid major, act like a mid major. But don't pay your coach three million a year sitting on a billion dollar in endowment when you're just. You know, floating along. So yeah, Travis Ford should be gone. They probably they, yeah. w- they probably would have made the tournament in 2020, but the tournament was canceled. That is that is true. That team was rock solid, and they get he gets good local players. So like a portion of the job he does very well. Like he's great in the community. You can't win in the A10. You can't make a tournament. It's not like their schedule is ridiculously tough. Out of conference and in conference, you got what two teams that you're really fighting for. Yeah. Can't get to 23, 25 wins in a tournament. And one of those seven years, that's that's alarming. You're paying him Big East money, man. Like, he'd be the sixth highest coach in the Big East. You can't They did miss lose to SIU Edwardsville this year at home. They've had some tough... Uh, and so, yeah, I, I, I critical, but I love... Go- I mean, Jackson's seen me. I go to slew games every... I go to three or four every year. I love You're going regular. to Shavitz and love that university. But I, I think they could do better in terms of making the tournament. I don't think that's, you know, bashing them. I think that's a little bit... Of, Expectations. They did go to the tournament one year, right? The, yeah, they did. Was it Travis Ford era? Okay, because I, I remember the celebration at the at the student center when they when they won. Somebody missed a shot that put the Billikens in. Okay, yeah, you they could win twenty nineteen. Yeah. Okay, so that is that the only one Ford went to? Uh, twenty fourteen would have been Jimmy Cruz, if I'm not mistaken. Ooh, I love Don't that let me team. down, Jimmy Cruz. Love that team. So yeah, oh, yeah, only Jim Cruz was the greatest interview. <laughs> It's just basketball. <laughs> Andy nice doesn't impression. know who's winning. That's a good one, guys. The rim doesn't understand the game. Yeah. What? <gasps> National Coach of the Year. Good, man. That's you just look at the uh, Orson Woods Wacko uh, continues to buy up Plowboy stock. He says, give it to him, Plowboy. Tell this loser how it is. And by the way, you can no longer bash the slew coach. It's one of the better revenue streams for my business and what is your future. That's from the Orson Woods Wacko. I guess he's tied in with Travis Ford, and you are tied in with the Orson Woods Wacko. So there you go. And that's fine. And I actually like Travis as a person, but I feel like um, I mean, his buyout's insane, though, so maybe you can't get rid of him. But well, it's they, just rinse, it's always, wash, they, rinse, repeat kind of thing. They only have him. ten it's, tournament appearances in their 
in their history. So it's not crazy that him having one isn't like some shockingly low number. And they've always been near the top of the A-10. They just can't quite get over the top of the hill. Well, you They're never it. bad. No, I, I... Seldom. They're seldom bad. I love the player that they get. I love that Larry Hughes Jr. is in the mix. I love that, um, you know, Collins from St. Mary's. I, I like that they're getting local at Hargrove. You know, yeah. you got a lot of local kids, which I love, and they're three, sure. four-star guys. But I think so it could be more than what they are. Uh, we got to uh, wrap up our appliance discounters 8 o'clock hour. Before we do, I'd like to tell the people about the great Tommy Sabulkin, VIP Auto Accessories, 314-428-3900, or email them, tommy.sabulka at vipautoaccessories.com, VIP Commercial Van and Truck Upfitting. Uh, and what they do is they get it all done for you at one place, their place. They are a full-service operation, a one-stop shop. They take the vehicle from point A to point Z. VIP saves you time and hassle. It's quicker to deal with VIP than two to three vendors with multiple locations. So call Tommy at 314-428-3900, or you can email him at tommy.cibulka at VIP Auto Accessories. It's Tommy Sabolka and VIP Auto Accessories. And I would like to tell the people about James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency, 314-961-4800, or go online at carltoninsurance.net. Work with the great James Carlton. That's who I work with. That's who the Plowhawk works with. We would love to see you work with him as well. His number is 314-961-4800. You can go online at carltoninsurance.net. When you type his name in Google, you see 307 five-star reviews for James Carlton and his staff. People raving about the work they do. And we got that email yesterday from a listener who said he immediately switched and he started saving 50%. Was kicking himself for not calling sooner and saving that much money sooner. 314-961-4800. What does it hurt to give him a call and try? 314-961-4800. Go online at carltoninsurance.net. We'll take a commercial break. Jeremy Rutherford coming up next. Your two-part questions are welcome. 314-881-TMA5. Engineer Design Facilities text inbox. JR coming up and then the design air heating and cooling email today this is the ryan kelly morning after from the michelob ultra studios